Well, hey, how are you? Welcome back to another episode of Your Success at Last DNA. Doing the necessary actions, getting those daily needed attitude adjustments, that motivational oath that you need every single day. You know, those, uh, those core building blocks that help you get what you need to get done, done. Me, once again, I'm Tracy Ace Brinkman. Your Sergeant Major Motivation. Not really like that. That one's kind of sticking with me. Sergeant Major Motivation. Here we are to tail end. It's almost Valentine's Day. You ready? What are you doing for your Valentine this this weekend? I know you're doing something special, aren't you? Yeah? And if you're not doing something special for a specific Valentine, uh, there's somebody in your in your world that you love. Your mom, your daughter, your son. Let them know. Just, you know, send them a card, send them a message, send them a note. And not just a, hey, I love you. You know, put a little thought into it. All right? Uh, before we get started on today's episode, uh, we got to go with the question, don't we? And the question today is, what do you really want? You know, we think about life a lot. And, and I hear a lot of people saying, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. I don't want to be broke and I don't want my car to break down. I don't want to live in this neighborhood and I don't want this job. But how many times have they really sat down and said what I, what they really want? And I think that's one of the key fall, failures uh, of many folks and their successes. They don't sit down and really uh, decide what they want and then start working for it. They spend so much time thinking about what they don't want that the uh, the law of uh, you know, the law of the universe just keeps giving them that. Well, that's what you keep focusing on, so that must be what's important to you. So that's what I'm going to keep giving to you. So I, I want you to sit down you know, sometime today after this podcast before you lay your head down to rest tonight and go, what do I really want? You know, try yourself a couple of notes. Think about it. All right. If one of the things you want is a loving relationship with your child. Then join the join the party, right? Or your children. You may have more than one. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Fostering a loving relationship with your children. I want to give you some tips for learning and enjoying your child's love language. Fostering a loving relationship with your children. See, here's the thing. Having a loving relationship with your child is a beautiful thing. And I mean beauty at its finest. I mean sunrise over the west coast, over the clear blue sky, all the beautiful colors kind of beautiful thing. It is, however, not always going to be an easy thing. And I don't mean easy because it's hard being a parent, right? I mean not easy because children express their love in their own unique way. I really believe we all express our love in our own unique way. It's like a fingerprint, you can say. We all have our our patterns of when we feel loved, it's gonna it's gonna fit this pattern. When this happens and this happens and this happens, oh I feel loved. Well this starts when you're a child. So children have their own unique way of expressing their love. So you love your children a lot, don't you? Well, of course you do, right? So it's important to learn each child unique and preferred ways of communicating love, of their the love language. So determine your love language, right? The best way to make your child feel loved and safe is to discover how they like to be loved and then go with that preference. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't get any simpler than that. You know, there's the old golden rule, do unto others as you would have done unto you. Well, you want to take that one step further. Do unto others as they would love to have done unto themselves, right? Okay. 
So learn your child's love language. So I guess here's an important key to this. It might not be the same way that you like to be loved yourself. Remember, they may be your child, but they're not you. Okay? There's some children out there that enjoy feeling. So they desire lots of hugs and, and holding. They want to sit on your lap and they want to tell you about your day and they want kisses and you hold their hands as they're walking through the mall. Still, other children are more about hearing. All right? They want to hear you tell them how much you love them. They want to hear the sounds and, 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 and etc. All right? Others want to see your expressions. They want to see you through cards and, and love notes and the expression on your face, the look in your eyes when you're talking to them. All right? Some want to be near you all the time, and others are happiest when they're independent. And heck, some of them are still independent. Right? They, they're, not, they're not near you, but they're still with you. Does that make sense? Okay. So um, here's the thing. When it comes to communication, one of the key things about communication is what? Uh, yeah, that's right. Listening. you got two ears and one mouth. So listen twice as much as you talk. And it, when it comes to fostering a loving relationship with your child, this becomes even more important. I want you to listen to your children. There are many things to keep in mind as you, um, as you strengthen your relationship with your child. But perhaps the most important, the key factor is the fact that you need to let your child become independent and find their true selves. Right? You need to teach them that. That's our responsibilities as, as adults, as guardians, as parents, as heck, as, even as siblings, I would say. Teach your children to become independent and find their true selves. Everyone's got some gift inside them. They want to find it. And so I've seen so many people get it crushed early on. All right? I want you to give your children your attention while at the same time allowing them some freedom. Okay, this is going to start teaching them to become independent, right? You can do this by allowing them to spend, say, spend time with their friends. Okay, you could even make sure that it's on a regular schedule. They get together at your house. That way you can remain involved, but you can step back more and more as they get, as she, he or she gets more and more responsible. And next thing you know, they're off on the other side of the house doing things all by themselves, giggling, having a great time, and they're becoming independent, okay? See, the next thing is it's critical that you let them know your feelings on important topics, okay? But at the same time, you need to be sure to value your child's opinion as well, okay? And they need to have their say too, all right? This means you need to trust your kids and believe that they'll make good decisions, all right? If you're teaching them, and you're teaching them to become independent and find their true selves. And you're giving that little bit of freedom, a little bit at a time. You're teaching them more responsibility as they go along, right? You'll be able to trust them. And they will make good decisions. Will they make them all? No. All right? We all make mistakes. We're human. That's what it's all about. But they'll learn from it. And as long as you keep that communication channel open and foster that loving relationship, they'll chat with you about it. Okay? It's all about understanding your kids. And it's all about understanding being a kid, too. See, you may not remember what it was like to go through some of the stages that your children are going through or are about to go through. However, it's really important that you at least try to understand. 
and try to understand not just what they're going through, but the underlying thoughts, their feelings, their attitudes. What's going on? You know, oh my God, right? I'm a girl and I'm starting to blossom and I'm doing it earlier than the other girls, right? What are their feelings about that? What are their beliefs, right? And then and now, even if you can't remember what it was like to be a child, add on to that some of the new technology things that are going on. Pictures are everywhere and you know, it's just, it's crazy what Facebook and, and Twitter and Instagram and, and all these all these social media uh, tools um, get our kids involved. So we want to build on that. So it's all about communication. You're going to hear me say this over and over and over again, all right? So I'm going to give you a, a couple of communication tips, starting with probably the simplest is get down to your child's level. I want you to talk with them. Do not talk down to them, okay? When you talk with them, you're fostering them to talk with you, all right? If they're nine, talk with them at nine, all right? Don't talk down to them. I'm the parent, and this is how it's going to go. Don't do that, all right? So talk with them, but then start to bring them up, all right? If they're nine, start talking to them when they're nine, and as you, as you have the conversation, start talking to them like they're 10 and 11, all right? So that way they're, they're growing, okay? Now, if you're talking, like I mentioned earlier, you should be listening twice as much. So that comes to the next tip, which is really, really listen to what they're saying, right? Don't listen to respond. Really open your heart, open your eye, open your ears, and open your mind, and listen to what they're saying. And that flows right into the next tip, which is do not judge them. You can help them through their problems so much easier if you don't pass judgment. Okay, you made a mistake. I get it. I've been there. I'm not perfect. I did stupid things too. And not that they're doing what they're doing is stupid. Don't say that. That could, kind of, that could come off at the wrong time. All right? Think to yourself, oh man, I made those kinds of mistakes as well. All right? And then finally, be sympathetic. All right? Tell them about a time when you faced a similar problem. All right? Then they would go, oh, well, then you do understand what I was going through. Here's one of the things I decided early on when. Uh, when parental responsibilities came into my path is I told my partner I said you know what I'm just gonna tell you right now I'm gonna be telling my kids the dark side I'm gonna be telling them my stories from my dark days and I had some pretty crazy dark days um, it, and of course they involved drugs and alcohol and and all kinds of crazy things I decided I was not gonna be the parent that said don't smoke don't drink don't do drugs because I said so I was going to be telling them, you know what, I smoked, and here's what I went through as a result of smoking. That's why I say, don't smoke. I drank, and here's what I went through when I drank too much. That's why I say, don't drink. And the same thing with drugs and sex and everything else. Okay? I'm speaking from experience, not from up on high on my ivory pedestal. I'm the dad, and he'll do it because I said so. You feel me on this one? Okay. Next. Spending time with your kids. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love this one. And this is a great. The greatest way to learn their love language is to spend some time with them. Now, see, while there are different love languages that you can use to express love with your children, every single one of them, whether audible or kinetic or visual or right, no matter what style your child, uh, no, no matter what love language they speak, every single one of them involves spending time with your kids as a part of it. 
right? Whether you're simply engaged in everyday activities, getting up, making some pancakes, pouring some cereal, chit-chatting with them as you're having a cup of coffee and they're going to go to school, or whether you're going to Disney World on an exciting adventure, I want you to treasure each and every moment with your child. Because trust me when I say I speak from experience, they can be gone just that fast. I lost one, so I speak from a heartfelt experience. I have two others that have grown up and are now out of the house. They're not gone, gone, but I don't see them as much as I used to. For obviously, right? That's what children do. They grow up and they go out and they start their own lives. And if you have more than one child, it's important to spend time with them together, right? But it's really important as well to spend individual time with each of them. Children need to feel special. And by giving your individual attention, it shows them your love. A little sidebar on this one, right? Don't love, don't show your love to child A the way that child B likes to be loved because that could build some resentment, right? Learn each child's love language. They may be the same, they may be different, all right? As we get down towards the end here, uh, a, a brief bit about the teen years. As your kids grow into the teen years, it can be a difficult time. You know, teens are, you know, they're going to go through all these next level troubles. And the, things start happening, emotions and hormones and, and relationships. Sometimes teens will withdraw and decide to spend more time with their friends than their family. However, I want to give you a couple of strategies you can help continue a, a loving relationship, right? So a couple of things to remember. First, as, as earlier, you started earlier by giving them a little bit of freedom, teaching them some responsibility. Now they're teens, allow your teenager some privacy. Trust your teen if you have no reason not to, right? Until they give you a solid reason to, to, to distrust them, right? Then they have your trust, okay? Treat them like an adult as often as you're able and as much as you're able, all right? But maintain... Don't be their best friend. You need to maintain a parent-child relationship. Can you be friends with them? I think so. All right? But you're their mom. You're their dad. You're their guardian. Whatever it is you are to them, that's what you are. You're the parent. They're the child. All right? you, can, you can have a special, loving, friendly relationship, but you're still the parent. You know, you've got to maintain that. And here's one I like to throw in. This is my personal preference. We did this for a number of years, and I think it was hugely beneficial. Have dinner together every day. Now, I know every day doesn't always work, but make it the regular routine to have dinner together. See, when you have dinner together as a parent and child and as a family, it's quality time. All right? You can use this time to, to catch up with your lives and share hopes and dreams and silly jokes and just yuck it up and, and just bond. Teens and other family members, yeah, they get busy, right? Things, you know, they, they're going to school, they got extracurricular activities, they join the cheer team, whatever it is. But it's important to have those little windows in your day, every day, or on a regular, regular basis to get together, right? And this comes back to frequent communication is the key to a loving relationship. So if dinner is the one time you guys can hang out together and chat it up, there you go. All right? I want you to use these tips to foster the type of relationship you've always wanted with your children. Heck, think about when you were growing up, 
Did you have the relationship you wanted with your parents? Hmm? Now you're the parent. What type of relationship do you wish you could have had with your mom, with your dad, with your aunt, with your uncle, with your parents? Right? Be that person to your child and enjoy the benefits for the rest of your life. Heck, you'll enjoy the benefits and guess what? You'll probably pass those benefits on to your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren by leading by example. All right? Boy, I've been seeing a great response to this relationship or I guess a love-based um, series of podcasts I've done. I'm going to wrap it up tomorrow because Valentine's Day has spawned this. I'm going to cut it off on Valentine's Day and get back to some of the other topics again. We'll throw some relationship ones in here uh, quite often. But tomorrow I want to wrap it up with probably the foundation, the cornerstone, the anchor to being able to love anyone else. And that's loving yourself. So tomorrow I'm going to finish the, this relationship series off with uh, how to stop self-sabotaging and learn to love yourself. With that, I'm going to leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.